and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hello and welcome back, you guys. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. Welcome. Welcome, listeners. Whoa. What a week. (laughs) I wonder how many times we've said, whoa, what a week, especially this past year. My God. I'm sure... I'm sure if like listeners were to count or like or can say off the top of their head, I'm sure it was like every other week. Because yeah. I feel like every every opening um opening exercise <laughs> we've had on the podcast episode this year has been us sighing, like you guys, what a week. Yeah. yeah. You wanna know something funny that reminded me about just twenty twenty in general? We got I think it was an email. And I'm sorry, I can't think of who sent this right off the top of my head, but we'll go back and give you credit later. But um, someone wrote us an email where they were listening from back in, I think, 2019, like they were listening to our older episodes. And you said something along the lines of like, oh, my God, this week I had to do this interview and it was on zoom what even is zoom like no one knows what zoom is <laughs> and she was oh. like I was screaming like girl just you wait for 2020 <laughs> that is hilarious I do remember that and it's gonna drive me crazy because I remember reading that email and yeah. laughing like I was like wow yeah that so, is so funny. true but also, I was thinking, like, what what fucking interview did I even have? That's me thinking, like, what? That just seems like, like 2018 was, like, a lifetime ago. <laughs> Wait, I do have, I have credit to give. Okay. I just quickly Good. looked it up, and it was our lovely listener, Judy. Oh, Judy, cool. you made yeah. us laugh. Thank you. That was fantastic. Um, But speaking of awesome listeners, we have a new patron. Uh, <laughs> He's not that new to us in terms of friendship and just a big supporter of the show, but it's Jake. Hi, Jake. And Jake. Jake, I just love you. Yes. He's oh, and he wants he wants us to refer to him as a naughty lobster because of <laughs> last week's episode. Uh, oh, I feel like I started something. <laughs> yeah, I can't take credit for that wonderful expression. As I said, I was I was taught that by my Swedish friends, and it made me love Sweden even more and Swedish culture than I did before. But I love it, and I'm obsessed with it. Naughty lobster. So, naughty. Jake, you naughty lobster, thanks for being a patron and for Patreon, not Patreon, patron. Did I say it right? I always struggle, you guys. It's such a struggle. I cannot get it right. But thanks for your support, and thanks for coming to our our aid and support every single time on Instagram troll battles that we have. Every time I'm like, ooh, let me wait for Jake to jump in. Let's see what he's got. Yeah, for real, every single time. And we have so many of you that also do that. Like, yes. you guys are all so, so great, because I've Sarah and I both, I think, have just grown tired it's it's exhausting to deal with the constant trolls but um you all take care of it you're our little warriors so thank you we love it like honestly we say it every time but just to echo what Katie said like it can get so exhausting dealing with these people 
um, once a week, if not more. And Katie is always a champion who like steps in and slays. And usually I'm just like one or two and I'm out. So you guys have no idea how much it's it's just really nice and kind that you step in and take these nasty trolls off our hands and just like do the work for us because it's great. You guys step in, you say exactly what needs to be said. Like I think it was last week when we had some horrific people commenting saying like, oh, you know, what exper- what traumatic experiences have you had? And Katie was just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Listeners, can you step in and like (laughs) share those experiences? Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. It was really great. So thank you. Thank you for the overwhelming amount of support. Oh, we're so full of happiness. So full of love, (laughs) unlike the terrorists on Capitol Hill. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we just ranted about that over on patreon if you want to go check that out we did an episode on patreon about the domestic terrorist attack on capitol hill but holy shit that was insane i hope you all are doing okay and handling it as well as you can because i swear just the the climate in the states and and everywhere because sarah's feeling it too is just crazy right now so i hope you're all taking care of yourselves yes it's wild right now please and we want you to know, like, don't, we wanted to say something on an, on our normal episode too, just to highlight that we are fully aware yeah. of what's going on yeah. and we aren't being dismissive of it. We recorded a whole episode for Patreon right before this one, just talking about it, but it's, it's absolutely not okay. And if any of you guys need support or if you just want to vent with us, I mean, please send us a message. We just want to make sure everyone is doing okay because this is a situation that is absolutely horrific and it's just not okay. It's, there's no black or white, like, or sorry, it is black and white. It's not this gray area of like, well, like, no, it's just, it's fucked and it's not okay. Um, I think we can say unequivocally on this show, fuck Trump. And if that offends you for whatever reason and you would rather defend Nazis than stand against Trump, then, like, bye. I don't care if you stop listening. So, there. Yeah, exactly. Enough is enough. And this is is just ridiculous. Um, And as I was talking to Katie before, it was the strangest reaction I think I had on Thursday where I just felt in complete shock like I just could not believe that it was happening but at the same time I could because Mm -hmm. of what's been going on the last four years in the states and the last you know however many years since the states has been established like it's not anything new yeah Yeah. Uh, but it's just I was in complete shock I was in complete shock that it was happening and it's still something going on I just yeah so (laughs) <laughs> like, thank you for pointing that out, Sarah, because we did we did want to say that we're aware and we're enraged and everything. But we also wanted to make just another episode for you all, because sometimes I know for me, especially sometimes, you know, of course, I want to be aware. But also other times I want to be able to listen to something or read something to give my brain a small break. And hopefully we can do that for you here. with this Yes. Episode. Hopefully we can give your brain a small break by bitching about Mormonism. That's all fun. <laughs> let's just switch. It. Let's just switch bitch sessions. <laughs> <laughs> let's switch from one fake news to another fake news. Oh God, if I hear that ever again. I know, right? 
fake news what are you watching oh my god i'm not watching fox news like you okay <sighs> i'm stopping all right <laughs> um so sarah what do you have any other announcements or do you want to announce what we're talking about I don't have any other announcement other than, you know, obviously we love you guys. We have a heart full of gratitude. But, um, no, our episode today is something that I think it's really interesting. And I have to give credit to my um, historian boyfriend. He's the one. He, he loves to come up with, like, he likes researching mm-hmm. and, like, comparing and doing, like, an analytical study between different historical events and blah, 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 blah. And so he noticed this one because he was reading an article um, talking about Tonga and um, how the LDS church claims this like really high percentage. But in reality, (laughs) Tongans themselves don't believe that percent or they're like, that's actually inaccurate. They're not many of us even identify as LDS. So then it went on this discussion where he was like, oh, I think it'd be really interesting episode to talk about the inflation that the church gives for Mormon population across different countries and like to be able to disprove that many times these numbers aren't actually accurate. And I was like, oh my God, that's actually true. Yes. Thank you, Greg. Great idea. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah, because this... Sarah has a lot of numbers for us and like comparisons and debunking, which I'm so excited. And I've, you know, because I think a lot of us, we sort of, we realize that the church inflates its numbers and they constantly brag about how they're growing so fast and they have so many members. And I think we kind of know that that's, you know, a little bit bullshit, but it's like, I, yeah, it'll be nice to have to hear the facts about it. Yeah, exactly. Because I think so for before I even get into the the stats and the numbers and the the bulk of this episode, I think it's good for uh, listeners who didn't grow up Mormon professional like I'm doing this for my job. Sorry, guys, this is how my organized (laughs) brain works. This is why I'm really horrible about research. Like and this is why Katie usually does it because I'm not smooth in my transition. It's just all in my brain, but I'm not able to like you got this. You're smooth. So. Yeah. Turn it on. Turn it on, Naughty. I'm not a smooth talker. I'm awkward. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, so there's two points. So the first one being, like, for those who aren't listening, the reason why you're probably thinking, like, why, why does this, um, for those who are listening who didn't grow up, I don't know why I said those who aren't listening. Guys, struggle. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> Talking is hard. Um <laughs> It's so in general conference, which is the thing that we've talked about, what happens twice a year where, you know, Mormons listen to the prophets and the apostles speak for like two days, four sessions, yada, yada, yada. They always give a church report like of stats of the Mm -hmm. numbers of members and the numbers of temples that are being built and the ones that in congregations and Ex- and missionaries and all of that and they always yeah. present this like number that like oh my god it's like the church is growing we're reaching new lands we're now in you know, I think the last time it was like Russia and now it's like not the last time but I remember that being one like we can now send missionaries to Russia and look now we have this large percentage of 
um, converts in Russia and, you know, oh. some other parts in Asia, like all of this stuff. So they make it sound like the church is exponentially growing. Like it's mm-hmm. just growing at a very rapid pace. That's that- a huge thing that I, I remember hearing every general conference. And since we've started this podcast, you know how we cover general conference usually after it's over yeah. each time. And at, when I do browse the talks that are given, at least one apostle, besides just talking about how they give the stats, at least one apostle will have like a talk about how the church is growing yeah they love that shit (laughs) definitely so and again if you're not you know if you're in the mormon church we've talked about so many times you're told not to research so of course you're going to take what they say Mm -hmm. in these general conference as truth and as fact so you're going to be like like i did like oh man like i when i first met greg i was i gave him some ridiculous number about Mormon uh, population, like how the percentage of, of the population that was Mormon, and it was like a really high number. And he was like, and it was for the UK. And he was just like, I'm pretty sure that's not true. Like that, that can't be right. And then when we looked it up, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> like, because I was just so used to throwing out these numbers of yeah. how many Mormons there are worldwide and how big the number it is. And I think I even said like, oh, Mormonism is the largest or the fastest growing Christian religion outside that is of Catholicism. That's what they always say, and yeah. that they hammer that into you. Um, and and I think like you were saying, how you threw out that number about the UK, they want us to feel like it's growing so fast because it's so true, right? They want us to yeah. feel like comforted, like. Well, not that this many people wouldn't join if it wasn't true. Like the in-group is just getting bigger and bitter, bigger, which means that, yeah, of course this is true. You're right. Don't look outside from what we're telling you, though. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So so that's why, so that's point number one, just for those who didn't grow up Mormon, like you're probably wondering, like, why, you know, is that normal that you would even know the stats? That's why they drill it into us, right. brainwash us. Um, to think that these numbers are really high to therefore reassure us that this is the Lord's only true church because, you know, no other church is growing as fast as Mormonism. So there's that point. And the second point what I find is really key and important to having this episode and why I really wanted to to talk about this is to emphasize that if you are ex-Mormon and you have left the church and you are in a position where you can comfortably do so, please remove your name from the records because these numbers are pulled from the church's side. The ones that they're promoting are pulled based off of the numbers they have, which are baptismal records. So um, basically the numbers that the church pull are documented baptized members and children of members names in the records. So if you're no longer a practicing Mormon or if you don't believe, if you're ex-Mormon, whatever, if you don't identify with Mormonism, then definitely remove your name because these numbers are what's feeding the LDS church's staff. Yep, yep uh, exactly. So I have, think it's really important. We have an episode on how to do that, but the easiest way is to just go yes. to quitmormon.com. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. 
Okay, so should I get into yes, it? Yes, I'm excited. Katie, I know you have some fun articles as well. So Yeah, I just have a few little things I can share when you're done by. I'm just really excited to hear what you have prepared. I know, everyone. Hold your seats and <laughs> hold, clutch those pearls because I actually did research and it's story time with Sarah. Are you ready? Woo-hoo. I'm ready. Woo-hoo. Okay, so I shared with uh, Katie this article who actually, and I have to give credit to Greg, he's the one who found it on his little rabbit hole of, I don't even know what he was looking into, <laughs> but it's um it's on ldsliving.com, so obviously a church-sponsored website, mm-hmm. um, and it's called, so the title is 10 Countries with the Highest Percentage of Mormons, so what I did is I pulled the top 10 that they claim with the LDS church claims and percentages. And then I just researched to actually see if these numbers were accurate or not. And to be fair, I really thought that maybe only half of them would be um, a different number or would be incorrect. And you guys, all 10 of them were incorrect. Oh my gosh. So that just tells you. And I have the sources again, you know, some of them are like Wikipedia. I didn't do like a extensive thorough research at hours and hours to validate the resources I use. So there's a possibility they could be incorrect, but I will share my resources if anyone wants to double check. Cool. Um, so the first one is Tonga. Mm-hmm. So the LDS church claims that there are 60.8% uh, Mormons living in Tonga. <gasps> they have the 60. audacity to claim that? Yes, yeah, 60%, you guys. Okay, there, there's no way it's even, ne- like, b- there's no way it's even near that number. I know. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. So that was, this is the topic of, conversation a lot because a lot of um non-mormons and non-lds people are questioning this number and that i think that's how greg came about this whole article because okay. he was reading that somewhere and a lot of people were saying like uh there's no way that tonga has a population or a percentage of uh 60.8 percent being mormon and so then i looked up um tonga's 2016 census Mm-hmm. And on the census, if you're um, familiar, like it'll it'll ask you your religion. And mm-hmm. oftentimes in the U.S., it's like you can say Christian or um, Christian but other. Which mm-hmm. so Christian in the U.S. census is like Catholic, uh, Catholic or Protestant. And then you have Christian other, which would be all the other sex sectors of Christianity. And then you just have other, which is mm-hmm. not, not Christian. <laughs> which is hilarious that it's just like usually other. I mean, sometimes it's more detailed, but usually it's just other. So anyway, so in Tonga's 2016 census, it only claims 18.6%. As LDS? Yes. Oh, my God. See, like, that sounds, that still seems high kind of to me, honestly. No, it definitely still seems high. And I, again, but we have to keep in mind that this is, people and I'm not just saying Tongans but I think in general who still identify as Mormon but they're probably not practicing maybe they're they yeah identify it with maybe like their family or whatever exactly and something else that I think interesting and probably good to know about like Tonga and the Pacific Islands and all of that is that they're very they've been 
extremely colonized by Mormons and Mormon missionaries. Like, they love, like, yeah, just doing the whole go over to any Pacific island and just baptize the shit out of people. And maybe those people don't even ever attend church. They just get baptized because they're friendly and they don't turn down the missionaries, right? So I think that's also important to remember. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And that goes into, like, um, quite a few of these on here. It's like the second one is Samoa. Okay. Um, And the LDS Church claims 40.2%. How are they claiming this? Like, I I know. It's it's absolutely insane. So that's what they claim. And and, in this article, they don't give you the other stats, right? They just say 40.2. And you you can also go on um, LDS.org because I looked at it and they have, like, called like newsroom yes it's like the newsroom lds.org newsroom.lds.org and you can like select a country and see the percentage and these are the percentages on there did you see when you were on there how they have those graphs that show like growth of the church and whatever and you guys they're so misleading because they're a graph that's teeny tiny and you know it has just short little lines but then it goes all the way from 1830 to 2019 and so it looks like the growth is just like so crazy like so fast but it's like that's a lot of years (laughs) exactly that's what I thought too when I first looked at the graph I was like fuck like when when was that and then I realized it's from like the start of the church to like 2020 (laughs) and I was like like, no wonder like there's just more people on the planet now exactly (laughs) which is another point before I even get into this I read this other article um which was basically just it was discrediting the LDS church I think it was the numbers presented in the UK um, obviously I didn't write this down, so don't quote me, but their argument was just that like, obviously that the church isn't actually growing and the numbers that they're presenting, if anything, there's a decline, but if, if they actually do show an increase in number, it's not an increase of new conversions, but just a population growth. Yeah. Like yeah. People having kids growing, yeah. you have more mm-hmm. kids, you baptize those said kids at the age of eight. So of course they're going to be represented in the LDS stats right mm-hmm. um, so that was a really good point anyway so in Samoa the 2011 census they only claimed 15 percent of the LDS uh, sorry versus, population are Mormon versus the LDS church claimed 40 yeah exactly like, that is so I don't like this is kind of mind-boggling that they would even claim that because how they claimed 60 percent for Tonga like even in Utah for the state of Utah, I think it's like 50%, you know, yeah, exactly. it's so weird they would t- attempt to claim that. But of course, it's so faith promoting. They're like, ooh, yeah. look at how many we have. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just disgusting. Well, yeah. Um, number three coming in is uh, American Samoa and the LDS Church claims 31.72%. Um, which is insane. And so I looked at this one. It's called the Pew PEW Research Center. Uh-huh. And they calculated it. Um, so actually, based on their calculations, 98.3% of the total population of American Samoa is Christian. But again, okay. they have like the Christian group, which 59.5% are Protestant. And then the 19.7% are Roman Catholic. 
And then you have 19.2%, which is other Christians. That's not even uh, the other Christian isn't even just Mormonism. It's right. not LDS. That's divided by like seven day Adventists, like yeah. all the different sectors of Christianity that don't fit into Protestant or Catholic are in that 19.2%. So realistically, we're looking at, you know, a, a drastically lower number than 19.2%. Oh, yeah. That um, is so misleading. I'm, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so then number four, we have the Cook Islands, which this is a big jump too. So the LDS Church claims 19.84% of the population to be Mormon. And uh, I found on, it's called CIA World Factbook, which is usually, uh, they pull these numbers from census. Is Sensei? What is the plural of Sensei? <laughs> Since the seaside. <laughs> yeah, no idea. Um, they they state that it's only four point four percent of the yeah. population is Mormon. So See, again, we're looking still at still seems high to me. Yeah, like, it's it still seems really high, but what we see more often and uh, on almost all of them is at least like a ten percent. Obviously, usually it's a lot more, but a ten percent difference. At yeah. least the minimum of what the church, and that's a huge number when we're talking about that's, population. That's huge. That's a, yeah, it's a huge number. Like, cause um, I I looked it up, and by the country, um, I think one of the highest, like by country populations, was the United States, of course, and that was like two percent. Yeah, like, exactly. So that's why I'm just, I don't know, I'm floored by this. Exactly. Yeah. No. 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 Definitely. Um. Okay, so number five, and I'm embarrassed to say, but I don't know how to pronounce this. It's N-I-U-E. I've never even heard of it, which is so embarrassing. N-I-U-E? Is it? I think it's a an island, I'm pretty sure. But Yeah, I know it's an island, but I'm just, um, I'm really sorry, you guys. Excuse my ignorance. Did, I've never heard of this, and that's, yeah. Anyways, the LDS Church claims that 18.7% uh, of the population is Mormon. So 18.7%. And then again, the CIA uh, World Factbook, it says that's only 10%. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's such a small island, too. I just looked it up. I clicked on it. And even the church claims that the total church membership of that whole island is 308 people, which I I would guess that's that's times by like five of what actually, you know, our believing members. It's probably just another case of like, even if they're not totally outright lying, perhaps missionaries have just gone and like baptized people to put them on the numbers and then the people don't actually believe it. That's exactly. Crazy. Which That's crazy. I have a whole other fun article to talk about after at the end of this that proves that point. A lot of these numbers uh -huh. talking about basically how easily it is how easy it is to convert to Mormonism without even knowing what's happening really. And also right, like right. for missionaries just to like, you know, they're just taught to convert, you know? And so they mm -hmm. just, they lock you in, they convert you and then that's it. They're done. Like they're not going to follow up. It's kind of like, and there, there's no um, account management within the church. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, up is done by the visiting teachers or I guess they're called the ministering whatever. Yeah, exactly. No, done by the members themselves. Yeah, that's so right. Yeah. Yikes.
Okay, so number six, another one which I never heard of, you guys. I feel so ignorant after this, but Kiribati. It's K-I-R-I-B-A-T-I. Kiribati, okay. Yeah. Um, Again, the LDS Church claims 18.21% of the population is Mormon. So these numbers are just insane to me. 18.21%. That would be a lot of the pop. That's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. And then I am. Um, so I looked it up and from the Karabati 2017 International Religious Freedom Report, which is from the embassy. So this government page. So it's like a PDF. Mm-hmm. They only claim 5%. Oh, yeah. OK. See, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. So we're looking at a like almost, you know, 14% difference here. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That And that's, again, that's a massive number when we're talking about population. Even if it's a small island, it's still a big that's a number. a huge number. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a lot of people. Yikes. Anyways, okay, so then number seven is Marshall Islands, which the LDS Church claims 10.15% of the population is Mormon. <laughs> and then again, based off of the census, which is found in Wikipedia, you can find all of this. It's only 7.5%. So am I, am I, all of these have been islands, right? Yeah. That's the thing is that they're, they're focusing on the, the, basically the populations where there is a small number of Mormons (laughs) present, but they're using it to show like how high it is by, by picking ones that have a lower population to begin with. This is so disingenuous. It's making me feel so icky. Wow. Yeah. It's insane. Um, yeah, so number eight is French Polynesia, uh, mm-hmm. and the LDS Church claims 9.56%, and again, the census, which is found on Wikipedia, only says 5%. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Um, number nine, the federal states of Micronesia, um, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, LDS Church claims 5.97%. And then when I looked it up, there's a website called economy.com, which has like, basically you can look at all the different facts of the country and one being religion. And mm-hmm. this site claims it's just 1.5%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Makes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Chile, finally a, a country that has a larger population. So I thought, okay, let's see, maybe this one will be more accurate. No, no. The LDS Church claims 3.32%, which, again, as Katie mentioned, like, even in the United States, it's only, like, what, 2% is Mormon? Yeah, the, entire of the U- entirety of the U.S. is 2% is Mormon. <laughs> yeah, which we all know that Mormonism is a very American religion, like, full stop. Like, it's it's an yeah. American religion. Well, and, and that's even considering the people who maybe have left and haven't removed their records or maybe were baptized and never attended. Like, that's that that's what the LDS church is claiming is 2%. Yeah. So the yeah. LDS church is claiming, yeah, 2%, <laughs> which is insane. Um, so in Chile, the LDS church claims 3.32%, which is a big number. That's a big, Again, yeah, Chile is big, yeah. Yeah, it's big. And I looked it up as the website called statista.com, which again is kind of like it breaks down the country's demographics and also just like specifically religion. And it's only saying 1.4%. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Um, which is insane. <laughs> and then they they also broke it in this article. They break it down to like uh, regions and continents. So they had like, you know, 
Asia and Europe and um, Central America and South America. And one, again, I just pulled one of those because I thought like, this is ridiculous. So they were saying for uh, the Caribbeans, they also broke it down. And so I picked Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. And the LDS church claims 1.2%, which I just was like, I can't, I cannot fathom that that's the number in the Dominican Republic. Like, I, whatever. So then I, I went to that same statista.com and it's 0.3%. <laughs> this, so all of them are just crazy inflated. All of them are, all of them. And, and even Wikipedia acknowledges this, like as in, it, one of them, I think it was the Tongan um, Wikipedia page that talks about it. And to quote, so quote, this di- discrepancy and reported membership numbers is likely caused by the LDS church's practice of documenting baptized and children of record members' names in their records, which may not correlate with an individual self-reported religious identity affiliation in the census self-reported numbers. Yeah. So they're just counting whatever number. They're Sorry, just, just going, going willy nilly and counting whatever they want, whatever they want to count as a membership or like they say they baptize someone and they count it and said and that person might not even really believe or like want to report as that. <laughs> no, exactly. And And then they turn around and they use this for these numbers as a marketing strategy, right? Yep. Like, look uh-huh. at how true this church is. Like, we have numbers to back it. Like, we have these numbers to support that say that the church is growing. It continues to grow every year. So you have to believe us. Like, you have <laughs> to know this is the only true church. We can't fake these numbers. I, I mean, I <laughs> verbatim like, remember <laughs> someone saying that in the Mormon church when yeah. I was growing up. Like, you can't fake these numbers. Wow. And then come to find out you can. <laughs> yeah, you you definitely can. Um, okay, so the last thing I wanted to go before we get into your fun articles, but just a little lighter note. So, again, I have to give credit to, to Greg. He found this, uh, <laughs> this article in the UK, um, mm-hmm. and it was about this Glastonbury, which I'm not pronouncing it correctly, so my British friends, excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, here's the thing is that I would tell you guys the name of the video or like the YouTube video of this stuff, because I think it's actually really interesting because he, uh, yeah, I'll get into it later, but some of the other stuff that this person does, I don't actually support or agree with. So I, I just want to emphasize that we are not on any type of affiliation with this person. Not okay. that they're bad, but it's just kind of like I don't want to promote when I haven't thoroughly like investigated everything okay. to make sure that our podcast aligns. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. So just to throw that out there for people to understand. But anyways, this this guy from England, he goes undercover and becomes a Mormon as a joke. So he gets baptized just so that he can expose the religion. But actually, you know, it's it's really insane because at, you watch this video and I can share it with you, Katie, later. Or if you guys just Google um, Glastonbury man becomes a Mormon, you'll find okay. it. Um, and he has a video. It's like 15 minutes where he talks about the whole process and everything. But at the end, everything that he's saying is he he sums it up by saying, you know, he 
yeah, maybe people are offended by this because, you know, he pretended to be Mormon and he's going undercover. But he said, you know, I'd rather that than um, people get baptized into this church. Like he's like, it's, it's worth it for him to expose the religion and to call out the fact that it's false and definitely a cult. Um, and if that just prevents one person from joining, then, you know, it was worth it, which yeah. I thought and, and how he summed it up. It was and I was just like on my jaw was on the floor. Like I was just like, oh, my God, that's that's how we basically what we talk about every <laughs> every week in the podcast of, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they brainwash you. They get you to believing these numbers, these stats, you know, they never answer any of your questions like he was like giving exact questions and they would just answer these missionaries would just answer with like a random quote from the Book of Mormon oh, or of like Yeah. Oh my god. And then he was saying he's like, and then right after being brainwashed for the last like three months, you right before you get baptized, the interview question is like, All right, cool. So you believe in everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now give us ten percent of your income for the rest of your life. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, you know, it's really brilliant. It's such a good marketing and business plan. Like, it's great. Like, it's really <laughs> smart. So anyways, I'm, I'm not going to like, obviously, you guys can go read it. But what I found funny is that um, he's being sarcastic the whole time. So just to read this little section from this article, he says, quote, I want to make it perfectly clear that I never set out to do this. They came to my house and tried to convert me. When I asked them clear and simple questions about what they were telling me, they answered me in riddles that had no relevance to the question that I just asked. In the <laughs> end, I got so frustrated that I sarcastically announced that I had all of a sudden agreed with everything they had just said. <laughs> Unable to read my quite obvious sarcasm, they asked me if they could book a date for my baptism, and I said yes. <laughs> yeah. I never expected. They're just they're so desperate to get a a baptism that they're like, oh, it doesn't matter who's being sarcastic. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when you guys, when you watch this video, he records like missionaries, like when they come over, he has their faces blurred, so you can't see it. Like they have a little um, emoji character over their face, so you you have no idea who these people are, but you obviously know that they're missionaries. Um, and he records like them coming over for like teaching and. Uh, what's it called? Like lessons, I guess. Is that what uh-huh. it is? Yeah. Um, and the questions that he asked them, like, I don't know how he kept composure, like how he didn't break, because I, there's no way I would have been able to, especially <laughs> when you listen to the responses that these, bless their hearts, missionaries give. It's just like, oh, God. Anyway, okay. <laughs> So he said, uh, I never expected to go through with it, but it was a little push from my friends and a personal thirst for an understanding of what their religion was about. I decided to see if I could get baptized without them realizing I was a fraud. It wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. I felt like James Bond going undercover on a top secret mission. It took a lot of guts, a lot of acting and a constant battle with my conscience. But Danny, whose name is Guy, said he understands people could think that what he did was wrong, but he was defending his action. He wanted to warn people against joining the religion slash cult. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a fun, it's funny as in you watch this video and you see his actual baptism and stuff. And it's just like hilarious because like hidden cameras. Yeah. Um, But it's also really heartbreaking too, because it, it proves our point that these 
you know, the Mormon church doesn't actually care about the people. It just wants numbers because the more numbers they have, the more money they have. And the more money they have, then, you know, these rich white people can just, you know, carry on doing what they're doing. So, yeah. And I mean, ask any, any person who's been on a mission. I feel like we hear this all the time is that they're pushed so hard to get baptisms. It's like they actually call them numbers, right? Like yeah. get your numbers up, like get your numbers up. It's not just go out, spread the good word, do some good deeds. It's like, yes, they do those things, but it's all about at the end of the day, baptisms and conversions and they do call them numbers. So you know, exactly. these missionaries are also like victims in this whole thing. Like all of the, that's something that we get a lot is, is people say that we're just being so mean and terrible to the Mormon people. And it's like, we, we just as much want to save them as we want to rant about being ex-Mormon. Like we were them at one exactly. point and we want to help them not have to experience all of that. So yep. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Not be taken advantage of, you know, like, so yeah. Yeah. So often, like, I mean, so often, in most cases, they just don't even know. They don't even know they're being used and taken advantage of just to get money and numbers and slash power. You know what I mean? Like, that's uh-huh. no one, none of the Mormons are benefiting from that unless you're, like, high up and you're a prophet or an apostle, whatever. Like, you're not, you're not getting those benefits. So, you're just getting your money taken from you, your time taken from you, which is another thing that in that video he talks about, he's like three months of being a Mormon was just church meeting after church thing after church thing. Like it was exhausting. And and when he was saying that, I was just like, Oh my God, Greg, like this is so true. Like when you're a Mormon, it's not just your money, it's your time. It's your like stability, your mental stability, your emotional stability, like everything you invest into the Mormon church. Like you have yeah. nothing left to give at the end of it. Yep. It's, that's so true. Oh, wow. Sarah, that was, that was amazing. Your stats were amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. You guys, I'm wearing my glasses and I just pushed them up. Cute. I, um, I did numbers. <laughs> you did. I did that. Um, So I'm just going to share a couple of things I found in just a couple of articles that I thought were interesting Um, from religionunplugged.com. I'll just read this little excerpt. It says, despite record missionary service, growth in the 16 million member Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has hit a 100 year low. While the church reported a slight uptick in the number of conversions in 2019 during its general conference in April, that growth was offset by rapidly declining birth rates, which you kind of touched on, Sarah, which Mm -hmm. continue to fall despite the church's emphasis on traditional family values. As a result, growth is sitting at just over 1% annually, significantly less than the 3 to 4% annual growth rates the church enjoyed in the 1970s and 80s. And then I wrote in parentheses and continues to claim to still have. (laughs) Like they basically think that they're still growing at that rate, but they're not. Yeah. In the LDS stronghold, Utah, protests and mass resignations tied to controversial controversial church policies have made news in the recent years. From the news reported that the church has amassed a $100 billion stockpile to the 2015 policy banning the baptism of children with gay 
parents. Um, a sizable and growing portion of young Mormons are leaving the church. According to the General Social Survey, the LDS Church retained 63% of youth born from 1965 to 1980. But since 1981, retention has fallen to under 46%. So that's pretty freaking cool. They can't keep as many members because a lot of us, a lot of like millennials and people around our age and younger are are leaving they can't keep us in yeah and they exactly never talk about that they never talk about like the amount of people leaving because that has gone way up <laughs> yeah they never talk about that yeah because we're just we're just led by satan so maybe we'll come back someday <laughs> yeah uh, so in another uh this was a washington post article by Peggy Fletcher Stack, and this was written in 2014, so this is a little while ago, but um, she wrote that David Stewart and Matt Martinich, they're both LDS researchers, they were interested in the actual numbers of members of the LDS church around the world, so they produced a 1,900-page, two-volume, exhaustive survey titled Re Reaching the Nation's International Church Growth Almanac. So um, they have some really interesting things. They based it on, let's see, it says it's based on official reports from the church, but it's also lit based on thousands of reports that they have obtained from members and church leaders over the years through the world. So they're not just like believing what the church and the missionaries say. Oh. And they found that... Um, Within the past three years, the lowest convert retention rates have appeared to occur within Latin America, where many nations have experienced no noticeable increase in the number of active Mormons. And then my favorite part that I read, and this came up in a few articles that I read, was that it's pretty prevalently known that about 30% of Mormons worldwide regularly attend church meetings or are considered active. So uh that's... So that brings it down from 16 million that they like to say to like 4 million. Yes. So it's way less than they claim. <laughs> that is absolutely ridiculous, but so like, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it just makes so much sense because like you were saying with everything about missionaries pushing for conversion, but then just think about all the people you know or that you knew when you were a Mormon that just were like in your ward or whatever, but you were like, oh, they're inactive. They never come to church. And they probably didn't even believe, but they didn't want to go through the hassle of taking their name off the record. So like Sarah mentioned before, I want to reiterate, if you haven't taken your name off the records yet, do it because it yes. does affect the church's stats. <laughs> yes. And it's really, really, really easy with quitmormon.org or is it calm? I think it's calm but I don't know for sure <laughs> either way if you google it you'll find it um yeah. it's super easy um really helpful um so yeah but I we we also do understand it's it's not something to be done that every person can do lightly it is you know the religious trauma that happens and um yeah. it, it can be a bit difficult especially if you still have family members in so we understand that um but we're saying if you are at a place that you feel comfortable doing that and but you just haven't gotten around to it please uh please do that this year if you can 
Yeah, do, we'll have that be a 2021 resolution, I guess. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, that's all I have. Um, but thank you so much, Sarah, for all of your research and all those interesting facts. And I <laughs> literally, when we're done with this, I am going to go watch that YouTube video. I'm very yeah, <laughs> watch it. Like I, like I said, you have to. He's not really funny. I think he's he's trying to do stand up and I feel feel harsh. Like maybe he's, you know, very popular in the UK or it's a different sense of humor. But some of it I was like, okay, it's not funny. But the actual material as in what he documents is like, whoa. Yep. <laughs> yep. That makes sense. So like, you know, can't can't encourage everyone to follow him because I haven't done enough of my own research. But I think that video stands alone and just showing his three month ex- experience of like meeting with missionaries and getting baptized and like going to church and realizing like how absolutely ridiculous it is and how it's a cult. Like he's, he mentions that quite a few times. Like it is definitely a cult. Yeah. Um, but yeah. also I just want to, <laughs> I just want to end on a funnier note because we, I, we haven't done these in a long time. And I, out of curiosity, just looked at our recent reviews Oh, I haven't looked in so long. Oh, no. What it, what, I'm oh my God. <laughs> so there are four, there are four good ones. Guys, hang on. Hang on tight. We're almost done. We're wrapping up soon, but I just have to with this one. This was sent in by Cool Man 900-765-864-774 via <laughs> Apple Podcasts. And from the United States of America, I can see all this shit on here. It says, listen, if you love lies. (laughs) (laughs) It says, I am Mormon and was very surprised to see how these two portray my religion. Every hole they point out in our church exists because although God is perfect, mankind is not. Our church is full of imperfect people trying their best to serve a perfect God. If you do leave the church, please don't try to get others to follow you. Misery loves company. <laughs> okay, did it say listen if you love lies? Is yes, that, that oh. the title of it is listen if you love lies. The title is so good, cool man. <laughs> I, like I can't even be mad because that's oh. funny. Um but so good you hear that a lot of like we criticize and blah 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 everything we point out is because of imperfect people and it's like we understand we're pointing out that it's bullshit and that's why you shouldn't believe joseph smith or your leaders because yeah like what proof do they have anyway i won't get into it i know it cracks me up (laughs) it's just like i don't even get upset about them anymore i just think that they're hilarious but then we also had a really nice one you guys let's balance it out the title is i love 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 y'all and then it's katie and sarah i look forward to listening to you every week you make me laugh and i really love the topics y'all discuss and i think it's wonderful that y'all can be a comfort and a support to people leaving the church i am not mormon i have grown up in mesa and gilbert arizona so i've been around mormons my whole life Anyway, I love y'all. Thank you for this entertaining and awesome podcast. So that was great. Yeah, thank you to the people who give us good reviews to balance out the the Mormon haters. (laughs) Yes. But then there's also, sorry, just two more. Two more, and then we're going to wrap it up. Because I just think this one's funny, too. This one is really confusing. Okay. I'm not sure what this person, their their intention was. I, I don't really know. Um, the title was just podcast, 
And then they gave us five stars. Okay. Um, but then the quote is very hard to hear women speaking on the phone. <laughs> maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe they mean that sometimes our guests aren't quite as clear as us. I know, but it just sounds like so sexist and back in the day, like, oh, it's so difficult to listen to fucking women talking on the phone. All she does is talk on that goddamn phone all day long. I'm so tired of hearing it. Oh, Oh, God. But yeah, confusing because they gave us five stars. So thanks for the five stars. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. And then uh, this is the last one, which is... (laughs) It's pretty harsh, I have to say. I don't know. Are you ready for it? Oh, God. Okay, give it to me. <laughs> it's from Scary Call. That's that's the name of our user, Scary Call. Okay. This okay. was just a few days ago. This was on January 9th. Um, title. <laughs> All right, okay. You have to really dig for gold here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why are people so mean to us? We try our best, goddammit. It's so, it's so harsh. Okay, as a longtime ex-Mormon that still struggles with deprogramming from being raised in the church, I so wanted to get into this podcast. While there are glimmers of helpful dialogue, it really falls short of what I think their goal is. I started with the first episodes and could only stomach stomachs it to about episode 9 or 10 and then jumped ahead to present to present, hoping that they had matured in format, editing, and frankly, preparedness. I feel they are really trying to emulate my favorite murders format and style, but they just can't match the professionalism that has to happen to make it successful. If you want to wallow in the shallow and insignificant reasons why one leaves Mormonism, then this is the place. I, for one, would like to find something deeper and geared towards healing. Okay, well, bye. I don't know. I don't know what people want from us. Like, this is just us being ourselves. And I'm sorry if our personalities are too giggly or immature for you. The like, take your high horse and buy. No, like, and I don't really care. And also, can I just remind every one of you, this is not our full time job. We do no. not make money doing this. So if you whoever you are, scary call. If you want to pay for a professional editor, because guess what? I tried to learn how to do it all on my own and we do the fucking best we can, okay? So I don't know. That just seems like unnecessary. It's just a really petty review, you guys. Like, and especially from an ex-Mormon, it's really kind of disheartening at the same time because it's like, as Katie mentioned, this isn't our full-time job. We, We have amazing support from our Patreon and from our Patreon supporters who keep the podcast running, but it's not like we can support ourselves to not have a full-time job. (laughs) Like we still both have full-time jobs plus invest time and energy and effort into this every week. Um, So this is, it's, it's just ridiculous that this person expects us to have a particular format and edit and frankly preparedness. All right, well fuck (laughs) off because we actually do prepare for each episode. So We spend and, hours preparing, writing notes, doing all of that, and yeah. it takes quite a bit, actually. So, I mean, whatever. If you don't want to listen, don't listen, and you want somewhere where no, 
they don't laugh at all, then just go find something else, okay? We don't really, whatever. You sound like you're a lot of fun at parties is what I'm saying. (laughs) I just always think these reviews are so funny because it's like the stereotypical definition of a Karen. Like, if you don't (laughs) like it, then just don't listen to it. But the fact that you have to go to our reviews and get two (laughs) stars and then leave this really salty review, it's like, girl, boy, non-binary, like whatever you are, be gone. (laughs) (laughs) However you identify, be gone. And I mean, see, this is where I just think about all of our amazing listeners, all of you who interact with us daily. And we have heard from you that we have aided in your healing. And I know that I have healed a whole lot. And yes, maybe that comes through cute, crude humor sometimes. And maybe that comes through us calling J-Dog a douche canoe. I don't know. But like, (laughs) I know that talking about these things and the way that we do has helped me. And we've, we've gotten feedback from all of you amazing listeners that it's helped you too. So I hope it continues to help you. And if I guess you're listening and you think we're stupid, then I don't know. Don't waste your time continuing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly oh what Katie says. This is just uh, reiterating how much we appreciate our supporters and listeners who genuinely take the time out of their day to message us, even yeah. if it's just a, Oh, you know, we're checking in. Like I found it really sweet when I've been under the weather or sick and I, you know, maybe Katie mentions it on a mini episode or a Patreon episode and you guys reach out to me personally just to check in and say hi and hope I'm doing okay. Like that is incredibly nice and it just, it warms our heart and keeps the podcast going. So thank you for those who support us and listen and thanks for listening to us (laughs) slash me read these reviews of these petty (laughs) salty people. I just... It makes me giggle. It's sad, and at first it stings, but at the same time, I just find it so ridiculous because you're clearly very unhappy in life. So I'm sorry. I hope you get the help you need slash you find happiness in your life. But going forward, Katie and I are going to still rock this badass podcast that we have um, (laughs) where we uh, don't have to dig for gold because we are gold, bitch. So. That's amazing. All right, everybody. We, uh, yeah, we appreciate you and we will be back next week. We will. Have a great week, everyone. Stay safe. Wash your damn hands and wear your damn mask. And if you just need a mental break from everything that's happening, all the chaos in the world, and especially in the States, you do you. Take the five minutes, 10 minutes, day, two days off that you need and just. Reach out if you need uh, any support, if we have any any energy to give, because we're all in the same place right now. But I think it's amazing we have this community where we can do that. So let's let's be there for each other. And let's hope that 2021 is a better year. We can hope. <laughs> Bye. Bye.